This is the Business Central Manufacturing Show, and I am Martin Karlovich. Good day, everybody. I'm excited that you're here for another episode of the Business Central Manufacturing Show. This time, we again turned a panel discussion from our Business Central Manufacturing Exchange into a podcast. The Business Central Manufacturing Exchange is an event series that we started just before the summer break. We regard it as the event front end to Microsoft's App Source, and we want to provide manufacturing ISVs the opportunity to showcase their App Source apps to a broader audience. As part of this event series, we run a webinar that focuses two vertical solutions. One solution is for the print industry and the other for industrial equipment manufacturers. At the end of the webinar, I hosted a panel discussion with the two solution experts. Namely, these are Michael Bradley from Printvis in Denmark. Michael has been working in the print industry for around 20 years, starting as a press operator and then working his way up to accounting and sales. Having both experience in marketing and the print industry made Michael the perfect match to work with Printvis and help them taking the business center-based management information system for the print industry to market. Next to Michael, I also met Adrika Dorn. He is the product owner of all Business Central related products at Two Increase in the Netherlands. As such, he is also in charge for their solution for industrial equipment manufacturers. Before he started working with Two Increase in 2008, he has worked for many years in the logistics and distribution industry in both consulting and managerial roles. Let us tune into the conversation and see what those two experts have to say about vertical solutions for Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central. As we now saw, two very different type of solution for different type of industry. I think I will not go into any specifics of either the uh, industrial equipment manufacturing industry or the print industry, but I also recognize that we have uh, actually the majority of our participants are from the uh, our partners as well. And so now we saw two different ISV solutions and hence I thought we can have a bit of a discussion on actually how you take your solutions to market and how your partner programs are and what you as uh, ISVs uh, face challenges, what you expect from your partners and things like this because I definitely have some experience to share there but um, as we just sell a very, let's say, narrow solution to an existing ERP, and you have built, I would say, an entire ERP for an entire industry based on Business Central, there are some differences between what we do as Netronic and what you guys do. And and um, as most of the people on the call like are here as being invited from us, I think it can be quite interesting for them to hear how to partner with you guys, um, how your program works, what you expect from your partners and so on and so forth. And so I would just ask a couple of questions and then um, whoever wants to answer first just starts talking and then the the other one then can add his view afterwards if this is fine for you. So so first of all, actually, I would like to ask both of you like how to partner with Printvis, how to partner with Two Increase and, and what is the process for somebody on this meeting now or for somebody listening to this panel discussion, what should they do to get in contact with you and what must they do to become either a print vis or a to increase partner? 
Oh, well, I'll take that. Um, it's quite easy to become a PrintVis partner. And generally, we find that what happens is a Microsoft partner, a Microsoft Business Central certified uh, reseller, will find themselves with a print lead somewhere in their area. And they know that we are the only print-related solution built on Business Central, so they'll reach out to us. And uh, so they can decide to pursue the vertical uh, long-term. It's, it's not a small decision to make, but it's a smart decision if you, dis if you can commit. Um, we have a partner manager and a whole series of training sessions, both online and in-person, and a certification process if somebody decides to go full throttle with it. Um, it doesn't cost anything initially. And uh, we work uh, in tandem with partners on the license side of things so that um, basically the the end customer will be their sole responsibility. The end customer pays them and they pay us. And it's uh, really uh, quite that simple. The, the main thing is they need to be willing to learn the industry, which includes that's why that's why I focus so much on the industry itself and the terminology and that sort of thing, rather than just showing our solution. Because uh, a lot of people aren't really that aware of, of what goes into printing, but uh, printing is all around the world. And while it's uh, undergoing a lot of transformation with the digital, uh, it's still it's still a thriving industry with a large uh, amount of companies and a large amount of different products. So it's easy to become a print partner, and it's and it's definitely a worthwhile thing. And I will put a link in the chat to the page on our website that is basically how to become a partner okay very good Over to you, yeah we will we will also use these links in our follow-up communication to this so Adri, how is it with you guys oh very uh, very comparable uh just a different type of industry but uh to increase also has uh, partner programs um and uh we um we support our partners in uh in pre-sales and uh trainings and that type of stuff uh, same as with uh, print fizz, we do expect uh, partners to build up uh let's say like a knowledge uh, center so they can uh, uh, provide the first line of support to uh to their customers um and um <clears throat> on the on the application as I mentioned, um, IAM and uh, Job Management Suite is, uh, is a fairly broad application with um, is the possibility for various uh, implementation uh, scenarios. So um, it does require uh, experience uh, to uh, properly implement it. But um, I mean, what we usually do is we uh, assist our partners with their first uh, implementations and uh, they uh, uh, learn on the job. So, uh, same thing, um, contact us, our partner uh, uh, manager, uh, Ronaldo, who has been presented in the in one of your first sessions. We'll uh, gladly go into the discussion with you. So, so you just talked about implementation, Adrian, you said that you uh, you're helping uh, your partners with the first implementation, but this also kind of implies that when it comes to repeat implementations that you like expect the partners to take over. So in the end, you prefer working with partners who take a more or less 360 degree responsibility on your solution so that they also take over 
training uh, the customer and implementing the product and let's say customizing it or individualizing it for them, uh, uh, adapting it to their processes. So is this right? So that in the end, you really want to facilitate them, but then they take over like the ownership of the yeah. full project. Yeah, in the end, it is always the partner's customer. So in our view, uh, it means that uh, the partner is responsible for their customer uh, and indeed uh, uh, for, uh, for the implementation. And we do support them on the specifics uh, of uh, of IAM in in that case, and uh, and and help them in that area. And um, yeah, uh, we we um, as said uh, specific usually uh, that is um, um, more intense in the first uh, implementations. But if uh, if they build their own experience, then uh, partners uh, take over and. Um, take care of it. Same with you, Michael? Very much the same. Yeah, very much the same, of course. Yeah, some of our partners have been with us for 10, 15, 20 years, and um, they handle everything themselves. The newer partners usually require some hand-holding, and that's fine as well. Um, we want to make everyone as competent as possible, and it's, it's a gradual process, of course. So it depends on the resources, actually. I think that is the greatest challenge that we have found when it comes to our partner network is they're usually scarce on resources. And so we have worked to um, network our partners to help each other when a certain partner, uh, for instance, in Portugal, our partners, our key consult, have extra resources they have uh, offered to hire out for a partner in North America or Canada who might uh, be a little bit in the weeds, as they say, uh, on a certain implementation. But of course, we always work hand in hand with partners whenever they need it, and we have uh, online support 24-7. So that's pretty, pretty interesting thought that you just brought up, is that you have, like, that within the, the, the network of partners, you... And I would assume some of them would compete if they're in the same region, but then you also look for complementary skills or that some partners can take over remote installation implementation from another place, I would assume, if they are in a non-competitive situation. Is this what you're just mentioning with, for example, the Portuguese doing some help with U.S. projects? Perfectly exact. Yes. Um, we have a partner in Poland who's been helping in a U.S. implementation. So uh, thank goodness for the Internet in that respect. It's, it's, it's made that uh, so possible. It doesn't matter where you are, but generally, yes, especially in, in the origins of PrintViz and our partner network, it, it was a local thing so that somebody could go on site. That usually is required um, with a print company. They want to, to meet their their uh, software implementers in person. So, so we go on site and initially in most implementations, we're working in tandem with partners on site until our part is done. And generally, the partners handle all of the business central aspects of things. And our, our more experienced partners in the print industry uh, can handle it uh, without even asking us. So, so sometimes we don't even know uh, when a customer has gone live. Uh, we have a great partner called uh, Rainbow Solutions in uh, the Netherlands, who uh, is doing great and is so competent in print viz that um, they don't really require help very often at all. So there's a, there's a quite a range 
And just like Andrew was saying, it depends on the experience of the partner. So, so Andrew, is there something that you have also experienced with that uh, one partner helping the other, or are they more or less, in your case, doing their own thing like they do with our product? So uh, I find the, the thought of working against the resource shortage we have in the channel by having partners who do not compete with each other, helping each other. I find this quite interesting, actually. How is it with you? Have you seen yeah, this? I, uh, no, no, not, not, not in our partner network. Uh, I, mean, I must also say we have not uh, been promoting it. Um, and um, so, no, um, I agree with you. It's uh, quite an interesting thought. Yes. Uh, I mean, it is... Um, It is a challenge in the in the in the partner network, and the uh, same applies to uh, to uh, I think the ISVs to hang on to your experienced uh, consultants and, uh, and consultants people. Um, that is uh, that is a big challenge often, because then an experienced partner might request our help after one of their experienced consultants uh, leaves again, and we have to train and retrain and uh, a new. Yep. New consultant. So, um, anyway, um. but then when you when you start, let's say finding a new partner, um, and this is again a question to both of you, and and let's start with Adri. So, if you find a, a new a new partner, what is there a typical pattern? So, is this typically um, somebody who who already knows? The industry, so somebody coming from the uh, IEM industry or the print industry, and then looking for an ERP system or an end-to-end -end business solution, helping these customers that they already work for, or is it the other way around that typically the partners that that approach you and that you start working with that they already are business central experts, they know the ERP system, they know the solution, and now they recognize that they have a market chance in a specific vertical, so either the print industry or the IEM industry, and then they look for the fitting fitting product. So how is it in, in your cases? Well, there's not really a, a common scenario. I think that uh, the, 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 the one we see most is that um, a partner runs into an interesting uh, proposition or uh, an interesting lead and then um, uh, finds uh, IAM and, and builds it out from there. Uh, we've also seen in the past that uh, partners say, I want to focus on a vertical and uh, I think that this is a good, uh, a good way of doing that. What we are lately seeing, because what we, uh, we, we also have um, IAM uh, on, uh, on AppSource as an embedded app, is that we have more customers uh, coming direct to us first And then, um, since we, uh, we we work through partners, is that we um, uh, then together with them find a matching partner. Uh, so um, I would say that uh, that is um, a, a development from the last couple of years that we see more and more customers coming direct to us based on uh, on uh, their own uh, internet uh, research, but. Um, I think that still the most uh, common one is the is the partner who runs into a lead and uh, for that customer is searching for a um, for a uh, proper um, 
let's say vertical to avoid uh, customization and uh, then then comes to us and um, and we take it from there so there are various scenarios yeah and it's similar for printvis in that we are seeing a lot more people reaching out to us directly we're also on app source and so uh, i host a weekly demo as well so we're trying to pull in leads directly but we will then distribute them to existing partners again generally based on where that lead is coming from um, but i i will try to familiarize the prospect with the product and basically warm them up and to get them before i uh, connect them with a the partner so that so that there's already a relationship established there and your prior question about people from the industry we actually have quite a few of uh, people who are partners now who used to be in the print industry. So what happens there quite often is the an existing uh, business central reseller, if they choose to pursue the print vertical and, and be a reseller for printers, they will have a team on their existing staff dedicated solely to printers. We have a few partners where the entire company is dedicated to printers, but most of them do other things. Um, for Business Central, and then they'll have a dedicated staff who who have to learn the print industry and print viz as a product as well, and how to implement it. But yeah, it's it's imperative to have um, industry knowledge, print industry knowledge, to be able to implement print viz, and that's a, it's a little bit of a commitment, but it's uh it's worth it, and it's really it's not that hard. It's just like learning a new career, basically. And and then. Once you have them as partners, um, or once you have customers, um, what kind of of options do you give your partners and your customers to have an influence on your roadmap? So, what are your, let's say, release cycles, release policies, and how can partners and customers contribute to this? Good question. Um, generally, that comes through our support portal. So we have, uh, we'll give it a support ticket, an idea status. So whenever we have good ideas, we of course always welcome them. And they'll usually come in from a, a challenge that a partner has experienced during an implementation where they say this part, this customer really wants PrintViz to do this and uh, it doesn't currently. And we have to evaluate internally whether that's something to add to the next release. And uh, if it's if it's doable and we see that it's viable across the uh, product basically is again we, we try to keep it a standard product as opposed to an individual customization you know we that's where we just have to use our judgments internally as a company um and we uh release generally twice a year we try to follow the business central roadmap so that uh, with each release we we have a, a new feature two three four five generally some more than others it depends um with a recent switch over to AL language, that that was a huge change for us. And so we weren't able to add a lot of new features. We were too busy, busy uh, saving the base product, yeah. or, or reconditioning, the, repurposing the whole thing. So it, it will depend. But yes, we always welcome new ideas. And we're always looking at you know, to continually improve and develop along with the print industry, which is also under uh, rather continuous change and evolution. So as, as new machines, for instance, develop, something I didn't get to in my presentation was uh, 3D printing. You know, that's also a type of printing, but it's quite different. As I'm sure you've, you've seen, uh, we're not talking about paper, but we are talking about kind of an extrusion process. 
And the idea still is discrete manufacturing. So that's something that, that we're looking into. Uh, also, the use of AI from the technical side. We're constantly trying to improve the product, basically. But we also want to keep it um, standard and reliable for the uh, consistencies of the of the print industry, which the, there's so many commonalities, you know, things that will never change, basically, if, if you're still talking about putting ink on paper and creating something to read or a package, that sort of thing. Um, that's not going to change as long as we're in a three-dimensional universe. Yeah. I can get esoteric on you. <laughs> Charlie, how is it with to increase? How can your partners and customers influence or contribute to what you're doing? Yeah, again, um, a, a similar type of process. Um, so uh, uh, a lot of input is usually coming through uh, during implementation phases where, uh, where requests are brought forward. And then we uh, consider these change requests as um, do we want to add this to the product? Um, um, yes, then uh, then we'll uh, we'll enter it in one of the next uh, releases. If the customer wants it now, we also have a collaborative development program where um, we for a, a specific uh, uh, a reduced rate um, create uh, that uh, functionality and uh, make it available. Uh, on a shorter notice. Um, if, um, if, we, uh, uh, if, if we don't uh, accept the change request, then uh, it usually ends up as a, as a partner customization. Um, yeah, we, uh, we also follow the, uh, the major releases. And um, in the last few years, we, uh, we uh, have set up ourselves to get into the monthly update cycle. Um, and since we uh, have to be ready when, uh, when we uh, go live with uh, the job management suite as, a, as an extension, then, um, then that is a requirement that you uh, follow the monthly update. So in my opinion, that is one of the, one of the big changes that is going on in the partner channel, uh, where we used to come from... Um, a five-year uh, update cycle now uh, to almost uh, a monthly uh, refresh. So um, I think that that is still one of the big challenges that uh, that the partner channel in Business Central has to get used to and find ways to uh, properly handle that. Yeah, I, I totally agree um, that this is still new. And then we we see how how Microsoft wants us to play this. And then I just had it um, earlier this week uh, that I was talking to uh, um, a customer of ours who now does the migration from uh, version five to business central. So which is a, a re-implementation, but uh, I mean, to me, this somehow characterizes what we still have uh, in the marketplace and where Microsoft wants all of us to go to, um, which uh, which is challenging not only for you, um, but also for us, and I think also for some of the partners. So I actually asked all the questions that I wanted to ask to, after we saw your your demos and introduction, um, I, I wanted to ask these questions so that, that people who are here with us today 
and who will 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 watch the recording later um, or listen to the recording uh, later that they get not only an understanding of what you do but also how you do and i think you uh, you perfectly made it clear how people can can partner with uh, with printwith and to increase um how customers can or how how leads can become customers so that was all very very clear and straightforward so uh, michael and adri i would like to thank you for uh, participating in this business central manufacturing exchange event format that we uh, that we uh, launched now the last two weeks um it was interesting to see your your products your presentation and it was interesting to chat with you and see and learn how how you are doing it from 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 your answers i got some new ideas um for our business and i i i hope that uh, some of the partners who were and, and customers who uh, saw the demos and and uh, listened to this uh, will reach out to you um to further engage with you on print or im in, uh, opportunities and with this thanks for for today and uh, take care talk to you soon Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Levin. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. The link that I put for becoming a partner says to organizers and panelists only, so I didn't know if any of the listeners could access that link. Yeah. I don't know if it's something will, that you're able to, to do. Yeah, we will we will take the link yeah. um and yeah. uh, we will we will write a follow-up blog next week or the week afterwards and also turn okay. the panel discussion into a podcast. So we will make sure that we uh, share the link with every follow-up. Uh, communication that we do. And Adri, if you have a link to your, the True Increase, uh, to Increase Partner uh, Program, then just send it to Lavin or to myself, and then we will include it yeah. there as well. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, talk to uh, Ronaldo and... Uh, yeah. Uh, so okay. That you get the right... Yeah, yeah. very good. Then Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks, right. thanks a lot. And good luck. Bye. Thank Thank you, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Central Manufacturing Show. 